Well, well, you're a private detective. You work in a city inhabited by people and magical creatures. You're going to have a rough night. The full moon is coming. It's the time when people and monsters go crazy. Like any detective, you write down your guesses in a diary so that you can summarize the results later. It's afternoon now. You're sitting in your office. Lightning strikes in the sky and someone knocks on the door at the same time. A pale woman enters the room and asks for help. You notice a bracelet on her arm. Her zombie brother is accused of stealing some jewelry, but she's sure he is not guilty. She asks you to prove it. You arrive at the store. On a broken display case where the jewelry used to be, you notice fingerprints. There are three suspects, a werewolf, an elf, and a zombie. Which of them is the thief? The elf. The zombie has skeleton hands, and the werewolf has hairy paws. Only the elf could leave human-like fingerprints. You drive through the streets and see a group of suspicious people standing by the riverbank. You stop and get out of the car. The people notice you and sprint in the opposite direction. You run after them on the sand along the water, but can't catch up. You look around, but don't see anyone. Then you figure out it was your hallucination triggered by long, sleepless nights. How did you figure that out? You ran after these people on the sand, but you can only see the footprints of your boots. You're walking back to the car and hear some screams coming from the water. A woman is calling for help. You run into the river and swim toward the drowning woman. But when you approach her, you see three people. They're all screaming, but only one of them is a real human and needs help. The rest are mermaids who want to lure you to their kingdom. How can you find out who the real woman is? Dive and check who has a fishtail. You save the woman and go to the car. It starts raining. You don't want to catch a cold, so you decide to change your clothes in your apartment. But suddenly, you hear someone scream for help outside. You run out of the apartment and forget to lock the door. A woman is crying in the street. She's standing near the road. In the distance, you can see a car leaving at high speed. The woman says her new car has just been stolen. You get into your vehicle and start chasing the criminal. The suspect gets out of the car and runs toward an abandoned house. He climbs over the fence and disappears inside. You go there after him. In a small hall, five zombies are walking in different directions. But zombies don't drive cars. One of them is the thief pretending to be a zombie. Who is it exactly? Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Zombies don't sweat, but one of the creatures you see is covered with sweat. That's because it's the criminal who has been running away from you. You walk through the streets. There's a warning on a post about lizard people charging at the inhabitants of the city. 
you remember investigating this case, but you couldn't find these reptiles. Now you need to go to the park. For several days, a large werewolf has been scaring the residents there. You know that the werewolf has a wife, and she is the only person who can calm the monster down and help him return to his human form. You have found three girls. Each of them might be the werewolf's wife you're looking for. You ask his wife to approach him, but none of the girls admits she's the one you need. So you have to make your own choice. Do you see some wool on this girl's clothes? It's the wolf's fur, which means she's the wife. She walks up to the monster, hugs it, and the werewolf turns into a human. You're hungry. You drop by a pizzeria. The owner of the restaurant says that someone has taken all his weekly earnings from the safe. The thief wore gloves and left no fingerprints. The video cameras were turned off. You know this pizzeria has had several similar incidents over the past year. Every time, the insurance company paid the owner the entire amount that had been stolen. You're sure the owner took his own money to use the insurance again. Take a look at the office and prove that the owner is guilty. Look at the air vent. Behind the grated hatch, you can see the bundles of the stolen money you've been looking for. There's a long night ahead, and you're feeling sleepy. You go to a small cafe to get a coffee. You give the money to the saleswoman and take the cup with the drink. You take a sip and realize the woman is in danger right now. How do you know that? Help me is written on the cup she's just given you. You decide not to leave the cafe and sit down at the table. You can see a man in a black raincoat and hood sitting at the other end of the room. The girl behind the cash register is looking at him wearily. You look at this visitor for a few seconds and realize he's a vampire. What makes you think that? It's night outside. You can see your reflection in the window. The hooded man is sitting by the window, too, but isn't reflected in it. He's a vampire. The coffee has cheered you up a little. You're walking along the street, lost in thought. That's why you don't notice an open maintenance hole in front of you. You fall and find yourself in a dark sewer. Pew! Fortunately, you're not hurt. Shh! You can hear some noise at a distance. You turn on your flashlight and slowly walk forward. Soon, you come across a cage with several people inside. They say a mad scientist caught them and put them in this cage to conduct experiments. You need to free the prisoners. But where can you find the key? Carefully inspect the laboratory. One of the jars with chemicals standing on the shelf has a key inside. You take it out and are about to open the cage, but the scientist returns. He tells you not to do this. The people inside are actually mutant lizards. The scientist admits that he accidentally turned regular crocodiles into humans. The scientist managed to catch these monsters and put them in this cage. He's going to turn them back into reptiles and let them go. The prisoners say they are humans, and the scientist lies. Who do you believe?
you decide not to open the cage. Inside, next to the people, you can see pieces of faded skin and scales. Snakes and other reptiles shed during molting. You believe the scientist, and he promises that he will soon fix everything. You're back in the street. It's as dirty and uncomfortable here as in the sewer. Nearby, a bolt of lightning strikes something. You hear someone screaming and run there. A multi-story building is on fire. An old lady is crying. She's left her cat in the apartment. Firefighters may not be able to save it, so you decide to do it yourself. You go up to the top floor using an old fire escape. It collapses behind you. Fortunately, you manage to jump into the window. You're in the old lady's apartment. Several floors lead to different rooms. You don't have time to check each of them. The fire is getting closer. Where is the cat? That door is scratched at the bottom. Those are claw marks. The cat must be there. You open the door and see a big black cougar. The fire is everywhere, and you can't go out through the main entrance. There is a window leading to the backyard and a fire escape. Where will you go? The fire escape collapsed when you were trying to get into the apartment. In the window, you see the tree. It has stopped raining, but it's already morning. Tired, you reach your apartment. You turn the key, open the door, go inside, and realize that someone is here. How have you found out? You were in a hurry and forgot to lock the apartment door while leaving. Someone got in and locked the door from the inside, and you had to use the key to open it. You see a human silhouette standing in the shadows and realize that you know this person. Who is it? It's the woman who asked you to help her brother. She was wearing a red bracelet. The silhouette has the same accessory. I came here to thank you in person. The door was open, but you weren't at home, the woman says. She asks, how many puzzles have you solved tonight? You realize it's time to look at what you've got. 0 to 3 points. It's too early for you to go out to patrol the streets of a dangerous city and help people. You need more experience. Practice and solve more logical puzzles. 4 to 8 points. Not bad. You've solved more than half of your cases. The city is grateful for that. 9 to 11 points. You're one of the best detectives in this city. Every day, you help people, but you feel that you can do better. 12 to 14 points. The sirens of police cars, screams, suspicious faces in dark alleys. You can't live without it, and the city can't live without you. Parents helped three friends, Brian, Aaron, and Henry, pack for their first day of school. Take a look at the guys. Whose parent is the most inattentive? Henry is holding a lunchbox full of delicious homemade food. Brian's textbook has a post-it note, Love Mom, on it. He probably has a caring mother. And Aaron is wearing a t-shirt over his jacket. Plus, his socks are different and untidy. It's unlikely that an attentive parent would have let him go out like this. Gemma woke up in a mysterious castle. She walked around the building searching for an exit. Soon, the girl got exhausted and hungry. 
That's when Gemma found the kitchen. She noticed four dishes on the table. They looked great, but she wasn't sure if it was safe to eat them. Help uh -oh. Gemma to determine which food is safe. Take a closer look at the soup. Can you see human eyes in it? The steak has poison on it. There are spiders in the burgers. But the pasta looks pretty harmless. Rob and Jessica Yay! celebrated their honeymoon on a luxurious cruise liner. But suddenly, the weather changed and the ship got in a terrible storm. After the storm, Rob found his wife unconscious in their cabin. The safe was open, all their money and jewelry were gone. Uh -oh. Jessica told Rob that she'd hit her head during the storm and passed out. Rob investigated this crime along with the ship's staff. They found three suspects. Alex claimed that during the storm, he'd stayed in his bathroom because he'd been feeling very sick. Eric was lifting a barbell in the gym. He was a professional bodybuilder. And Tom said he'd been sleeping. Rob knew that for sure two people had lied to him. Who exactly? Eric couldn't have been lifting a barbell during the storm. And if you take a closer look at Jessica, you'll see that her pockets are filled with jewelry and bills. This means they're both involved in the scam. Three clocks are hanging on the wall, but only one of them is trustworthy. Which one? There's a spider web on the hands of the first clock. It means they haven't moved for a long time. The time this clock shows can't be correct. The second clock has some of its numbers positioned in the wrong order. 12 and 9 are mixed up, but the third clock looks trustworthy. Kelly invited her besties over to have a pajama party, but one of the people in the room is a thief. Who? The thief is hiding under the bed. Professor Harold left his office at about 9 p.m. He got caught in heavy rain on the way home. It was raining all night and the next morning, Professor Harold was late for work because of traffic jams. When he finally arrived at his office, he found that someone had broken the lock and covered all the walls with graffiti. The man interrogated four suspects who had recently failed his test. Jenny said she'd done yoga and gone to bed early. Rick was in the gym all evening. Lily was hanging out with her boyfriend in the park, gazing at stars. And Vicky worked the night shift at the movie theater. Who's lying? It's Lily. It was raining all night and she couldn't be watching stars in the park. Look at the picture. Can you find the odd flower? It's this little one in the left corner. Four beauty pageant finalists were preparing for their last performance. Oh, no. Suddenly, Helen discovered that someone had ruined her evening gown. Helen questioned the other girls. Courtney said she'd been having her makeup done. The stylist could confirm that. Jennifer was too busy talking to the reporters, and Kelly was taking pictures for her Instagram. Who ruined Helen's outfit?
It was Jennifer. Take a look at her hair. She's hiding scissors. Parents went to the country and left their son Jim and their dog Chuck alone for one evening. It was Friday night and Jim decided to throw a party. He invited three of his friends. When they came over, Chuck began to bark at the guests. So Jim locked the dog in his parents' bedroom. Half an hour later, Jim decided to visit the pet. But when he opened the door, he discovered the dog was gone, even though all the windows were closed. Jim questioned his guests. Rob had been playing video games. Nora had been recording a TikTok dance in the living room. And Dan had been making snacks in the kitchen together with Jim. Who stole the dog? Jim's parents pranked him. See, they're hiding in the bushes, and the dog is with them. Take a look at the picture. Can you spot a thief? He's hiding behind this tree. Look at these monkeys. Three of them are different from the others. Can you see them? This monkey is holding its baby, this one hiding a banana, and this monkey is looking in the opposite direction. Nurse Zoe received an anonymous message claiming that a vampire had broken into the hospital. While inspecting the wards, Zoe ran into three people in the hallway, Jules, Sam, and Debbie. Help Zoe figure out which of them is the real vampire. Debbie has red lipstick all over her face because she came over to visit her boyfriend, Sam. Look, they're secretly holding hands. Sam also has traces of Debbie's red lipstick on his face and neck. And Jules is carrying a huge backpack with a red stain. She must have stolen some donated blood. Look at the picture. Who will manage to escape the prison? the first prisoner. The lock is already open in this ward, and the second prisoner has yet to pick the lock. Look at these women attentively. There's a thief among them. Can you identify the criminal? It's the third woman. She's holding the phone that belongs to the fourth lady. Her portrait is printed on the phone case. Nancy has been dreaming of visiting an exhibition of her favorite artist for ages. When the exhibition finally arrived in her town, Nancy called three of her friends to invite them to go with her, but they all refused. Wendy said she was going to a concert and had already bought the tickets. Shannon said she was sick and didn't want to leave home. And Vicky had to take her sister to a dance class. Nancy got upset and decided to put off her visit to the museum until the next day. After a couple of hours, Nancy looked through her friend's social media and got very angry. One of her friends lied to her. Who was the liar? It was Shannon. She's in Wendy's picture from the concert. In the morning, Dr. Jill arrived at the hospital and went to the ward to meet new patients. 
When Jill saw them, she understood immediately that one of the patients was fake. Which one? It's the first patient. The hair color of the woman in the photo is different from hers. Detective Daniel was asked to come to a hotel. Someone had robbed the most expensive room there. The detective checked the footage from the security cameras, but didn't see anything suspicious. He questioned the hotel guests. Karen showed him a theater ticket and said she'd visited the opera the evening before. Jane was very tired, so she went home and fell asleep. Harold spent his evening by the swimming pool and didn't notice anything suspicious. Can you help Detective Daniel to identify the robber? Jane was a hotel guest. Why would she go home to sleep? It was Halloween night, and Joy was preparing her house for a party. Suddenly, a group of people in scary costumes rang Joy's doorbell and shouted, Trick or treat! Joy went to the kitchen, opened the fridge, and found out that all sweets prepared for unexpected guests oh, no. had disappeared. She called her three sisters and questioned them. Beth said she'd been taking a bath. Mary had been out buying decorations for the birthday party. And Erica was watching a tutorial. She wanted to have the best Halloween makeup. Which sister took the candies? Mary. She said she had bought some birthday decorations, but it was a Halloween party. Peter came back home in the middle of the working day because he had left his cell phone in the apartment. In the living room, he saw his roommate Brian lying on the couch unconscious. A paramedic was standing next to him. He said that Brian had been poisoned. Fortunately, he managed to call an ambulance before passing out. Peter took his phone and immediately called the police. The guy said that a fake paramedic had broken into his house and poisoned his roommate. How did Peter figure it out? In front of the house, there's only one car, and it's not an ambulance. On his 50th birthday, Gerald got a weird call from his ex-girlfriend, Debbie. They dated in college when Gerald was 24. Debbie confessed they had a daughter, Vicky. On her 25th birthday, Vicky learned the truth about her real father and ran away from home. Gerald promised Debbie to find Vicky and hired an investigator. Next week, the detective brought three young ladies to Gerald's house. Help the man identify his real daughter. This is the third girl. She has red hair, like Gerald, and gray eyes, like Debbie. Walter came to visit his girlfriend Becky at work. She was a barista at a scientific research center. When Walter entered the coffee shop, he saw two Beckys quarreling with each other. When they spotted the man, each of them shouted, Kick her out! She's my evil clone! Help Walter identify the real Becky. Take a look at the coffee shop logo. The logo on the uniform of the girl standing on the left looks weird. She must be the clone. A young woman went to another town to look for a better job. 
She promised her mother she would come and visit her often. But four months passed, and she still didn't come home. Her mother missed her very much. One day, in the middle of winter, the woman shouted, April is here! How is it possible? April was her daughter's name. She finally came to visit her family. It's usually under you. Take away its first letter, and it'll be above you. Take away its first two letters, and you won't see it. What is it? It's a chair, which can transform into hair and air. Look at this picture and try to understand what's wrong with it. Why would this young lady put a pair of boots on the table and a saw in the fridge? How about this image? Does anything strike you as odd? There's a snowman in the oven and a fish in the toaster. Dennis, Maria, and Julie were at a party. They decided to play a game. There were five hats, two red ones, and three yellow ones. The friends closed their eyes, took random hats, and put them on their heads. Then they opened their eyes and looked at one another. Each of them had to guess what color the hat on their head was. Dennis and Julie said they didn't know, but Maria exclaimed that she knew the color of her hat. What color was it? It was yellow. Maria saw that Dennis and Julie were wearing red hats. And she knew there were only two of those. You can't share it until you take it. What is it? It's a photo. You see a combination of letters O-T-T-F-F-S-S. What should be the next three letters in the line? They should be E-N-T. These are the first letters of the names of the numbers from 1 to 10. Michael was walking along the street when a sealed envelope landed near his feet. The guy picked it up. Inside, there was a key and a note. It said, help, 323. Michael entered the building. Soon, he found a door number 323 and used the key to open it. He saw a man near the open window. He was gagged and tied to a chair. Once free, the man exclaimed, Two men broke into my office, tied me up, and took all the money from my safe. Luckily, my hands were free. I managed to write this note and throw it together with the key out the window. Michael didn't believe the man and called the police. Why? The envelope was sealed. How could the man do it if he was gagged? It can never be thrown, but it can be caught. People are always looking for ways to lose it. What is it? It's a cold. Two teams were playing soccer against each other. Each of the teams scored two goals in total. And still, it wasn't a tie. One team won, and the other lost. How come? 
one of the team scored an own goal. Young but very popular blogger Eric wrote his first book. It was a huge success. The guy was preparing for his first book signing. He was very excited and nervous. So he took a break to steady his nerves in a quiet corner. But even at 6 p.m., when the meeting was supposed to start, Eric was nowhere to be seen. In 10 minutes, a security guard found him lying on the floor in the bathroom. Someone had hit the writer on the head. The police had three suspects. Angela, his agent, said she had been solving some urgent organizational issues. Frank, one of the fans, said he had been a great lover of Eric's books for years. He wouldn't do anything to harm the writer. And Patrick, the security guard, said he had been doing his job, keeping the fans away from the entrance. Who hit Eric? It was Frank. It was Eric's first book. Frank couldn't possibly be reading his books for years. Look at these guys carefully. Who is a fake fireman? It's the guy on the right. He's not wearing a helmet and doesn't have a special bag. Plus, his pants aren't part of the uniform. You have three empty cups and ten sugar cubes. You need to distribute these sugar cubes between the cups so that each of them contains an odd number of cubes. Put three sugar cubes in the first cup and three cubes in the second one. After that, put the remaining four cubes and the second cup in cup number three. Now, the first cup has three sugar cubes and the second one has three sugar cubes too. As for the third cup, it has seven sugar cubes, four of its own and three in the second cup. Two roommates, Deborah and Rachel, were walking home after doing their weekly grocery shopping. Deborah kept complaining about how heavy her bags were. Then Rachel told her, I don't understand why you're upset. If you gave me one of your bags, I would have twice more bags than you do. And if I gave you one of mine, we would have the same number of bags. How many bags were the girls carrying? Rachel had seven bags, while Deborah was only carrying five bags. Detective Black's assistant, Josh, was late for work. When he arrived, he told his boss the following story. I was driving along the highway when I saw an unconscious man lying on the left side of the road. I picked him up and took him to the nearest hospital. Finally, he came to his senses. He told me he had been pushed out of the moving vehicle. The bag and all of his money and documents were left inside. But Detective Black said the man was lying. How did he figure it out? If the man had indeed been pushed out of the car, he would have been lying on the right side of the road, not the left one. Kenneth was starving. He found a nice diner that served burgers and bought one. After a waiter brought him his order, Kenneth went to the bathroom to wash his hands. But when he came back, his burger was gone. The guy looked around the diner and understood who had taken his lunch. Can you figure it out? It's the young woman with a dog sitting at her feet and sniffing the air. 
If she was just drinking coffee, which is what she's pretending to do, the dog wouldn't be so interested in her. Mary was walking through the park when she spotted a hungry dog. The woman decided to share her snack with the animal. Unfortunately, there was a stream between her and the pooch. She squatted down to attract the dog's attention and showed it the food. The animal was next to her in no time. There was no bridge over the stream, and still, the dog wasn't wet. How is it possible? It happened in the winter, and the stream was frozen. A rich entrepreneur disappeared from his office. The only thing he left behind was a note with the numbers 6, 4, 9, 10, and 11, and a calendar. The police have five suspects – James, Kevin, Carol, Jason, and Laura. Who knows something about the man's disappearance? It's Jason. The numbers mean months of the year, and the first numbers of these months make up the culprit's name, J-A-S-O-N. Matthew bought a new smartphone and a phone case. He paid $310. The gadget cost $300 more than the case. How much did Matthew pay for the phone? He paid $305. Tony was hosting a party. Three hours after it started, several guests came up to the guy. They asked where they could charge their phones. Unfortunately, there was only one socket in Tony's house. The guy checked all the power strips he had. Help him figure out how many phones he can charge at a time. Tony can charge 8 phones. Look, one strip has its cord cut. The strip with one socket is literally useless. One of the strips doesn't have a cord whatsoever. Another has no hole for a plug. Plus, one socket on each of the two strips will be taken by the plugs from the others. A rich businessman called the police. When he arrived at his office in the morning, he remembered he had left a bunch of important documents in his safe at home. He sent his secretary, John, to bring them. But the guy called half an hour later. He said the safe was open. The documents were still inside, but all the money had disappeared. The police examined the businessman's home office. They tried to find some fingerprints. Nothing at all. The detective had three suspects. The secretary, the businessman's nephew, Mark, and the housekeeper. The secretary said he had called his boss as soon as he had seen the safe. Mark said, I opened the door for John. Then I went to my room and found out about the accident only after John called me. The housekeeper told the police she had been very busy with her chores and hadn't been to the office since the previous evening. Who took the money? It was the secretary. There were no fingerprints in the room, but John was there and definitely touched different things. If he hadn't been guilty, he wouldn't have wiped his fingerprints off. Can you find a dino that is different than the rest? Right, it's this one. Echo is taking part in a game show. He has a chance to win $10,000. Finally, it was time for the last task. 
The guy has to put his head in one of three boxes. In the first one, there are hanging electrical wires. In the second, there are hundreds of Venus flytraps. In the third box, there are dozens of scorpions. Which box should he choose to win the prize and stay safe? He should choose the second box. Venus flytraps don't harm people. Emilia's uncle was a mysterious man working on some secret project in his lab in the basement. He never allowed the girl in. So one day, when the man went to get a cup of coffee, Emilia broke into his lab. The door immediately closed behind her back and locked automatically. The lab was a teleportation machine. It could take Emilia to one of three places. The first place was the ocean where the Titanic had sunk. The second one was the city of Pompeii. A volcano erupted there many centuries ago. The last place was the Bermuda Triangle. What is the safest place for Amelia to go? I'd pick Pompeii. Going to the Titanic or the Bermuda Triangle would take her to the middle of the ocean. And the volcano in Pompeii erupted centuries ago. Now it's safe to be there. Gideon was locked in a dark dungeon. There were three ways out. Behind the first door, there was a room full of poisonous bees that could make people hallucinate. Behind the second door, there was a room without oxygen. Behind the third door, there was a room full of unfriendly aliens. Which way should he choose? The room without the oxygen seems the most promising option. Gideon can hold his breath and quickly walk through the room. In a quiet neighborhood, someone broke into Mr. Edwards' house at night and stole his collection of jewelry. He reported the burglary, and a detective came to investigate the case. First, he visited the neighbors. The detective asked them what they were doing the night before. Kira said she'd been watching TV all night and hadn't gone anywhere. Abel said he'd been on the plane, getting back from Madrid. He just returned home a couple of minutes ago after a month in Spain. Chris said that he had been sleeping. After the interrogation, the detective knew who the thief was. Have you figured it out? This was Abel. He said he'd just come back home, but look at his kitchen table. There are fresh fruits lying there. If he had been absent for a month, they would have gone rotten by now. It was a cold and rainy day. Detective Callum was in his office when he got a call from a hotel's cleaning man. He said he'd found an unconscious woman in one of the rooms. Detective Callum arrived immediately. By that time, the woman, whose name was Anna, had already come to her senses. The detective asked if there was someone in the city who could help her. Anna said she had a sister, but the woman didn't know anything about her arrival because Anna wanted to surprise her. The detective called Anna's sister and said, Your sister arrived at the city, but someone attacked her. Please come as soon as possible. As soon as the woman arrived, she was arrested. Why? Anna said that her sister didn't know she was going to visit her. 
Detective Callum didn't specify where exactly the sister should come, but she still managed to find them. For some reason, she knew where the place was. Autumn is an archaeologist exploring an ancient cave. After a month down there, she found a hidden place with three chests. One of them had gold in it. But if the woman picked the wrong chest, she'd Yay! get locked in the cave forever. Uh oh. The note on the first chest said, the gold isn't in chest two. The second note said, the gold is in chest one or three. And the last one said, the gold isn't here. Which chest should she open? If the gold isn't in the second chest, it must be in the first or the third one. But the note on the third chest claims the gold isn't there. So it must be in the first chest. Ben works at a VIP club. His job is to not let any young or suspicious people in. Every day, some visitors with fake IDs try to sneak in. And Ben has to detect which documents are fake. Here are some IDs. Your task is to help Ben decide if people they belong to can enter. Here, look at this one. What will you say? It seems like she was born on the 28th of the 13th month. This ID doesn't look real. Great, another one for you. Should Ben let this guy in? This person is supposed to be 46 years old, but in this photo, he looks like a teenager. I think Ben shouldn't let him in. This is suspicious. What can you say this time, in or out? This ID seems real. I think it's safe to let her in. Another person, another decision. Does anything bother you here? Nope, he seems fine to me. One more to go. Should Ben let her in? Look at her address. Canada, USA? This is weird. I bet it's a fake ID. So I'd say, nope. Mason went to visit his grandma, who lived in a different part of his neighborhood. While he was in her house, his bike got stolen. Mason called the police. He said that he'd seen the bike had been taken by Mr. Jones. It was the neighbor the guy had always been arguing with. Mason and a detective came to visit Mr. Jones. The police officer asked if the man had stolen the bike. Mr. Jones denied doing it, saying he'd just finished painting his fence. The detective believed him. Why? His story seems true. There's fresh paint on the grass by the fence, which proves that Mr. Jones indeed painted it just recently. When Quinn returned home after walking her dog, she found out someone had stolen her favorite bracelet from her room. Oh, no. Her sister, Belle, also liked it. So Quinn went to find her and ask if she had taken the accessory. The girl ran into Belle as she was leaving the bathroom. Belle denied taking the bracelet, saying that she'd been in the shower this whole time. She didn't even have time to enter her sister's room. 
Quinn sneaked a peek into the bathroom and realized Belle was lying about taking a shower. How did she understand it? If Belle had really taken a shower, the bathroom mirror would be foggy. But look, it's absolutely clear. The city's richest lady, Mrs. Anderson, came to watch a football game. She was sitting on the best seat in the first row. In the middle of the game, she noticed that someone had stolen her diamond necklace. Luckily, a detective was sitting right next to her. He started to observe people around. One person became his main suspect. And who do you suspect? Look, there's a guy dressed as a football player with the number 7 on his back. But as you can see, number 7 is playing the game. Someone must have dressed as a player to blend in. Evie was living with her partner. She didn't want to tell her parents about her relationship yet, so she kept it a secret. Once, her mother came from another city to visit Evie. The girl's partner was on a business trip at that time, so she decided to pretend that she lived alone. And still, her mother could tell that Evie was dating someone. How did she figure it out? There are two toothbrushes in the bathroom. One of them is likely to belong to someone else. Alice and Dakota work in the city's animal shelter on the weekends. Alice walks the dog and Dakota feeds the cats. Who does something wrong? Dakota. She gives the cats dog food. Sophie and Ever are having a picnic in the park. Sophie is talking to her brother on the phone, and Ever is eating berries from a bush. Who is not smart? Ever. There is a warning sign saying the berries are poisonous. A family is working in the backyard. Atlas is mowing the lawn and Cassidy is watering the flowers. Can you tell who is doing something wrong? Atlas. It seems that his lawnmower doesn't work properly because the grass doesn't get cut. Tatum woke up in a hospital. Two men came to visit her. Both of them claimed to be her doctor. Can you tell who the real doctor is? Look, this man's name tag says Olivia, which means the real doctor is on the right, and the one on the left must have stolen someone else's uniform. Two students, Elsa and Isla, are spending the afternoon in the park. Elsa is having lunch sitting on the grass, and Isla is reading on a bench. Who is less smart? Isla, the bench has a sign, wet paint. Mrs. Evans came to a cafe to have lunch and saw her daughter, Scarlett, sitting at one of the tables. She came up to her and asked the girl why she wasn't at school. Scarlett said that her last class had finished a bit earlier and that she came here just a couple of minutes ago to get an iced coffee. She promised to be gone in five minutes. 
Still, her mother didn't believe her and grounded Scarlet for missing school. Why? The ice in Scarlet's coffee had already melted. This means that she'd been here for a while, way longer than she claims. Melanie was having her written economics exam. One of the questions she had to answer was, what is the risk? She answered the question with just one word, but still got the highest mark. What was the word she wrote? She must have written the word this. A shrill ringing of your phone jolts you awake. Your friend, the best detective in the city, is on the line. I don't have time to explain. I'm leaving the city in 20 minutes. You'll have to replace me for the next week or two. Don't try to contact me. As he hangs up, you're left sitting on your bed, the phone in your hand, staring into the darkness of your room. You have to deal with your first case already in the morning. An anxious man rushes into your friend's office. I work as a cashier in a clothing store. Last night, I was the one to lock it up. As I was counting the money, the room suddenly went dark. There was some problem with the light bulb. I climbed the table and grabbed it. But by doing it, I burned my hand, jerked it back, fell to the floor, and lost consciousness. When I came to my senses, the money was gone. You examine the room attentively and realize the man is lying. What makes you think so? The light bulb the cashier told you about is an LED one. Such light bulbs don't get hot. Your first real case makes you hungry. You go to the nearest restaurant to get something to eat. But as soon as you enter, you hear loud, angry voices. A waitress and a visitor are arguing. You also ordered chicken wings, and you have to pay for this dish. It's the waitress. The visitor looks tired and sleepy. But I didn't. I haven't been here longer than an hour. Yes, I did doze off. But it doesn't mean I don't remember my order. You can't help but step in. You know very well that this man couldn't have ordered chicken wings, you say. How did you figure it out? You spotted a note on the wall. It says, the kitchen works till 1 p.m. today. It's now 3 p.m. The man claims he's been there for an hour, which means he came well after the kitchen was closed. After the accident, you decide to have a meal at another cafe. But as you come closer, you see a crying lady. I was going to cross the road when some woman grabbed my purse and disappeared. I noticed her enter this cafe. Can you help me get my things back? You enter the cafe. Ah, that's my purse, right between those two women. But I can't recognize the one who took it. I didn't have time to look at her attentively. You don't need much time to figure out which woman is guilty. It's the one on the left. The woman on the right has her left arm in a cast. If she had taken the purse, she'd have put it on the right side of herself. After such an eventful day, you're exhausted. You fall asleep as soon as your head touches the pillow. But you get woken up just a few hours later. Another day, another case. Oh, you're finally here. A man tied to a chair looks happy. Someone broke into my house this night, tied me, and stole all our valuables. 
Our mailman came early in the morning to deliver newspapers. He must have heard me shouting for help and called the police. Luckily, all our stuff was insured. But I hope to deal with this problem before my wife finds out about this. You arrest the man for attempting insurance fraud. Why? You paid attention that the newspapers were on the table in the hall, not lying on the floor near the mail slot. Someone must have put them there. It could only be the house owner or his wife, who was an accomplice. After the police arrive, you leave the man's house and immediately receive a new call. Mrs. Smith claims that her neighbor, Mrs. Miller, has stolen her laundry. The woman says she hung the laundry in her backyard at 10 a.m. And when she went out of the house two hours later, she saw Mrs. Miller putting it in her bag. I didn't do this. It's a lie. The other woman looks angry. You look around and ask Mrs. Smith to go to the police station with you for trying to slander her neighbor. How did you figure out that Mrs. Smith was lying? It's freezing outside, and there's snow on the roofs. In two hours, damp laundry would be so frozen, it'd be impossible to fold it and put it in a bag. Your phone rings again. It's a woman who works at a museum. You must help me, she cries. When you arrive at the museum, she tells you her story. Yesterday, I stayed late at work. I needed to prepare some documents. I was sitting at this table. The overhead lights were off, and the only source of light was my desk lamp. I was listening to music when, suddenly, I saw a shadow to the right of the table. I realized it was a person jumping out of the open window. I immediately switched on the overhead lights and discovered that an ancient vase I kept in my office was gone. This vase cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. You didn't believe this story. Why? If the only source of light had been a desk lamp standing in front of the woman, she wouldn't have noticed the shadow to the right of the table. It turns out that before leaving, your detective friend gave your contacts to all his acquaintances. And now, one of them needs your help. You arrive at his jewelry store. A client came there several hours ago, planning to buy an expensive diamond ring for his wife. But someone stole his wallet right in the store. The manager, he was the one to call you asked all the visitors who were inside at that time to stay until your arrival. You look at all these people attentively. Soon you know who took the wallet. It's the man in the middle. He has a bandage on his right arm, but it's wrapped over the sleeve of his jacket, not hidden under it like a real bandage would be. You knock on a sturdy brown door while a woman with a bandage on her head stands next to you. A man opens the door. Excuse me, you say. A pot plant fell out of your window an hour ago and hit this woman on her head. I had to take her to the hospital. She's okay now, but you need to compensate this woman for the damage. May we come in? The man turns pale but lets you in. It can't be true. Our windows were closed because we've just returned home. I literally entered my apartment two minutes before you came. You realize this man is lying and call the police. How did you figure it out? You spotted a pan with boiling water in the kitchen. 
If the man had indeed come home just a few minutes ago, the water wouldn't have had enough time to start boiling. Now, it's your friend who needs help. She owns a grocery store. A gust of wind blew a $100 bill out of her hands, and the money seems to have vanished into thin air. Your friend thinks it was one of the customers who took the bill, but no one wants to admit stealing the money. You ask all visitors to go to your friend's office when a woman speaks up. It's incredible to be accused of theft. Here, you can check my bags right now. Please, just come with me to the office. We'll figure it out there, you say. After the woman refuses to follow you, you call the police. Why? The woman is standing on the $100 bill. If she follows you, everyone will see the money. The next morning, rainy and gloomy, you get your next case. To investigate it, you need to visit the office of a large international company. Rebecca, the girl who called you, works there. She says, I've just come back from brunch and discovered that someone had knocked our HR manager out just an hour ago. You question the people who were in the office at that time. Laura is an applicant. She says she was a bit angry with the HR manager. He made her wait well past her appointment time. And still, the girl says, I would never hit another person. I'm also too weak to do it. Gary, who works in the marketing department, claims he hasn't seen the HR manager since he arrived at work. He was in a meeting from the very morning till lunchtime. Jacob from Research and Development tells you he rode his bike to a coffee shop to get his cappuccino. He's just come back. You immediately realize who hit the HR manager. It was Jacob. Both his bike and his clothes are dry and clean. How is that possible if it's raining outside? You leave Rebecca's office and hear your phone beeping. You see a text with an address you don't know. You drive there. A man meets you at the door of a large building. He's shaking. When you enter a large dark hall, you see two containers filled with transparent liquid. Two women are floating inside. They look identical. One of them is my wife, but I can't figure out which one, and I'm allowed to open only one container. You walk around the women and examine them. Then you point at one of them. That's your wife. How did you figure it out? The man's name is Mark. It's written on his biker jacket. His wife is the woman with the letter M tattooed on her arm. Your phone beeps again. You look at it and see a message. It's from your detective friend. There's just one word on the screen. Help! But that's already another story. Now, it was the snowiest winter in the last 30 years. One morning, local police officer Chris was patrolling the area. Suddenly, he noticed a suspicious young lady. She was walking towards the road and carrying two heavy bags. Chris asked her what was in the bags. The lady said she had broken up with her boyfriend and packed his stuff to get rid of it. But Chris knew for sure that she was a burglar. How? She got out of the house through the window. People don't do that when leaving their own homes. Noah was an alien on a mission to investigate human behavior on vacation. He landed near a popular sand beach in Malibu. Noah put on a special human-like costume and hid in the crowd. 
Special Agent Sam was sent to the beach to deal with this issue. Sam arrived and questioned people at the seaside. He warned them that aliens might look like humans, but no one seems to have noticed anything suspicious. Take a look at these vacationers. Which one of them is the alien? That's right, the guy on the left has four arms. Yeah, that's a clue. Agent Sam caught the alien, but Noah changed his appearance and managed to escape. Sam noticed a weird figure jumping inside a train. The man decided to stop the train to check all the passengers. Look at the picture attentively and help Sam find the alien. The old man in the right corner is the alien. He's holding a book upside down. Vicky was working on her laptop in a coffee shop. At one point, Vicky needed to go to the bathroom. She decided it'd be safe enough to leave her stuff unattended and headed to the bathroom. But when the girl returned, she found out that her backpack and her laptop were missing. Oh, no. Vicky ran outside and saw three elderly ladies with picnic baskets sitting in the park. The girl asked them if they had seen the thief, but all three of them assured her they hadn't noticed anyone. Ms. Green said she had just joined her friends. Ms. Smith was eating her sandwich and reading a newspaper, and Ms. Jackson was taking pictures of birds. Vicky called the police because she knew for sure who the thief was. How did she figure it out? Ms. Green stole Vicky's things. The red backpack strap is hanging out of her picnic basket. Paul stayed late at the library. When he finished studying, he headed home. As he was walking down the dark hallway, he heard a voice coming from the men's locker room. Paul noticed that someone had locked the door from the outside. Paul opened it and saw Tom. The guy had no idea who had locked him in. He went to the swimming pool, but it was closed that day, so he decided to go home. Suddenly, someone turned off the lights and locked him in. Paul promised to find the culprit. The next morning, he questioned his classmates. Courtney said she had been working on her project in the classroom. Josh said, I swam in the pool for a while and then went to play basketball. Bob was with Courtney, but he left earlier to celebrate his granny's birthday with his family. Paul understood who was lying right away. What about you? It was Josh. The day before, the swimming pool was closed. Andrew is a photographer. He was walking alone in the wilderness and met a puma. The guy was very lucky and managed to escape. But he found out that his filter water bottle opened when he was running away from the animal. Now he didn't have any water left. Some time passed and Andrew got very thirsty. He had three options. The first one was to drink from a salty lake. The second, to drink cactus juice. And the third option was to get water from a muddy stream. Help Andrew make the right choice. The third option is the least dangerous. You can't drink water from a salt lake, it won't quench your thirst. If Andrew drank cactus juice, he would get poisoned. But his filter bottle can easily clean muddy water. It has 13 hearts but no other organs. Ooh, what's the name of this creature?
It's a deck of cards. What can you catch but never throw? A cold. A team of video bloggers headed to a famous haunted house to make a video about the mysteries hidden inside. When they arrived, they didn't see anything strange. The house didn't look creepy at all. The guys walked up to the building, but cameraman George turned around and refused to enter the house. His friends tried to convince him, but the guy insisted they should leave the area immediately. His friends ignored his warnings and entered the building. George was waiting for them in the street all night, but they never came out. Look at the picture and try to detect what was wrong with the house. Look at the ground. All footprints lead to the house, but there are no footprints leading away from the building. I always run, but I never walk. I have a mouth, but I never talk. I have a head, but I never weep. What am I? That's right, I'm a river. Look at the picture. Can you spot a burglar? That's right. The thief is inside the house on the left, standing next to the window. One Saturday morning, two sisters, Jenny and Maya, played hide-and-seek at home. It was Jenny's turn to hide, and she decided to bring the game to the next level. So she got on her longboard, left the house, and hit the road. Maya counted to 100 and began looking for Jenny. She searched the entire house, but didn't find her sister. The teenager started to worry. She went out to the street and decided to ask the neighbors. Alice said she had been mowing the lawn all morning and hadn't seen anyone. Derek said he had been woken up by the sound of longboard wheels. Lisa said she had been on a business trip and had just returned. But Maya knew for sure that one of her neighbors was lying. Who was it? Alice lied. Take a closer look. Her lawn isn't mowed. What letter of the alphabet is also an organ in the human body? It's the letter I. Ay ay ay. A princess escaped from a dragon who kept her in a tower. She was walking along a dark underground hall with a sand floor when suddenly she saw three tunnels. A fire was blazing inside the first tunnel. Toxic acid was dripping from the ceiling in the second tunnel. And the third tunnel was filled with venomous scorpions. Five minutes later, the princess got to the surface and ran through the forest toward her kingdom. Which tunnel did she choose? The first tunnel. She put out the flames with sand. Smart princess. I can be touched, but I can't be seen. What am I? The heart is the right answer. Look at the picture. What's wrong here? 
The sign says, fresh meat. Mike woke up in the middle of the night because he had a nightmare. He looked around and realized he was trapped in a weird house. Mike searched the place and found four doors to freedom. But the first door led to space. Behind the second door, there was a giant magnifying glass. Anyone who stepped inside would be burned by the sun in no time. The third door was hiding a pride of hungry lions. And behind the fourth door, there was an ocean swarming with sharks. Help Mike choose the right door. It's the second one. Sun rays aren't dangerous at night, and Mike can easily walk through that door. A billionaire businesswoman, Nancy, arrived at the police station. She was very upset. She said that her daughter Diana had disappeared. The day before, Nancy told Diana she would no longer give her money if Diana didn't go back to college. They argued because the girl didn't want to work or study. After that, Diana went out to get some fresh air and disappeared. Later that night, Diana called Nancy from an unknown number. She said, Mom, I've been kidnapped. Three guys put a black bag over my face and pushed me into their car. They want $5 million. We're driving through a desert. The men are wearing bunny costumes. The detective told Nancy not to worry. Diana staged her own kidnapping to get the money. How did he understand it? If Diana had had a black bag over her head, she wouldn't have seen the men's costumes or the desert. 